0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the 4Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. How's everybody doing tonight?
1: Doing good, Rich. How you doing?
0: Doing great, man. Not so much good as the NFL, man, and they're gonna have yeah. to deal with this uh, this lawsuit.
1: Yeah, it's about to about to get messy up in the NFL front office, that's for sure.
0: Oh yeah, I'm interested to see uh, what stuff comes out. So you gotta get your popcorn ready. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. He uh, uh, Flores is, is 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 taking one for the team here. He's he's going. He's not going down without a fight, though.
0: Oh yeah, I still hope he gets the the head coach coaching job for uh, the Texans. Even yeah, I, though, uh,
1: I don't. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't think anyone's gonna hire him right now.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, somebody's gotta. They uh, say die on the cross yeah, for a uh, change.
1: He he knew it though. I mean, once you come out with that, it's it it's you know it it may be over for him in the in the coaching realm, but he may have helped helped a bunch of people out.
0: Oh yeah, most definitely. I heard uh, the enemy was turning down some interviews because uh, he was feeling the same way that it was just pretty much just they're trying to meet the quota as far as interviews. I anyway, don't I'm really giving them a shot. So
1: I felt like that for years, to be honest. Like I, re- I felt like that rule was just a. It forced it forced teams to interview people with in, in, interview African American coaches with no intent on them wanting to even hire them. It was just checking a box, like Flores said.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And there's some good coaches out there, man. A lot. Yeah, there's a lot I of guys. Uh, not even just black. i um, you know, other other races as well. Sure. That should that should be in the mix, but looks like some of these owners can't see past that. But we're gonna have to wait and see what comes out, and mm-hmm. then I'll, what changes get made after this, because uh, maybe it springs the the Flores rule, where you know maybe teams get incentivized for having uh, um minority head coaches or uh, GMS or other stuff mm-hmm. like that. So
1: yeah, uh, unfortunately, like. I think with the with the owners the way that that it is you know a bunch of quite quite a few old, older white males it uh it's going to be difficult but hopefully they can they can uh, make some headway
0: here on, on on this one. Yeah, I mean five was five, it five coaching spots left. Yep. So so we'll see uh, what what, uh, what changes are made. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe they scare somebody into hiring a black coach that ends up turning well for them. I mean as of right now I think we only got one uh minority coach in the NFL so Mhm. Well black. Um, it's uh Tomlin no.
1: and just Tomlin, I think, right?
0: Oh no, three. Uh Tomlin, uh the Jets, your your uh oh, head coach. Yep. And then uh Washington.
1: Oh Ron Rivera, that's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. That yep. might be it. So three three minorities out of uh thirty two teams said uh what, ten percent? Pretty much. Not great. No, not at all. Uh especially for a league that's like seventy five percent African American. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this uh makes make make some changes, kind of like the Kaepernick thing. Uh, you know, maybe it's a situation like that where we see a lot of change going forward. But we're gonna have to wait and see till, uh all the evidence comes out.
1: Yep, yep, absolutely. I I don't think there'll be any stones unturned here.
0: Oh, definitely. Let's get into the uh, conference championship games. I mean, we had a we had a wild 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 weekend again. Not but not too much as the previous weekend. But uh, I mean, we had the uh. Yeah, the Bengals and the Chiefs, Bengals, uh, they come back in uh, Arrowhead again, and uh, they beat the Chiefs, man. I wasn't really too surprised. Uh, I felt like the Chiefs left some points on the table. I, I don't feel like it's, I feel like it's uh pretty much an even split as far as like who's to blame for the Chiefs loss. I think it goes, you know, 33% to the defense, you know, 33% to Mahomes, and another 33% to uh the coaching staff, so I felt like they should have. Went for the field goal instead of try to try to uh, go for that touchdown before halftime. And then uh, I felt like they should have ran the ball more with uh, while they were up. But it didn't seem like they wanted to do that, and eat out, eat out some clock. But then their defense, man, uh, I think they need to fix that defense. That defense hasn't been made, really been able to stop anybody and forces their offense to be in shootout games uh, with a lot of teams. So we're going to have to wait and see what they do going forward. I think they did a great job of fixing the offensive line, even though uh, Mahomes was a little shaky in the last game. But I think the next uh, the next job is to fix that defense, especially on the back end.
1: Yeah, their their corners aren't aren't great. Um, their front seven is is solid, and South and um, you know was, was non-existent in that game. Yeah, I you know I, I felt like that that whole game turned at, at the end of the first half there. You know the Chiefs were dominating. If they go in there, it, it's 28. 28-3, 28-3. No, 28-10. 10, yeah. And and I don't know, that's that's hard to come back from. But you you basically you know like you said, you, you didn't go for the field goal, even though Reed tried to set up the field goal team, he got waved off. Um, Mahomes made a bad decision throwing to to Hill there, and then you know Eli Apple made a decent tackle, uh, but the them not getting in the end zone there, I think it just it just threw Mahomes off. He didn't he didn't look the same in the second half. I mean. He was missing throws. That you know, Hill had no catches. Even on that in, in the last drive where they tied it, there were guys open in the end zone uh, on both plays on second and third down. Uh, Kelsey was open in the end zone on third down, specifically right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, pass that they hit all the time. So he just he wasn't right. He saw it going into overtime. His first first you know pass was behind. Second pass should have been picked off. Should have been a pick six to end the game. And third yep. one was picked off. So yeah. Um, I don't necessarily blame him for for you know the game. Uh, obviously, like you said, the game plan changed. Uh, they they were they were running the ball down their throat with with McKinnon and and uh, edwards alaire So it was yeah a little confusing as to why they stopped stopped doing that. But I think ultimately yeah, it falls on the coaches. You know you know what you have in, in that team. Uh, mm-hmm. You're up, you're up two scores. You shouldn't be losing that game.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, there's a learning experience with them. I mean, they've been pretty much getting to the same spot as far as uh, playoff time outside of getting to the Super Bowl. But uh, like I said, I think this is a wake-up call for them to fix that defense because it feels like their defense, is they've just been uh, relying too much on their offense to get them out of jams, but you're going to have to stop somebody. So, I mean, imagine if they got to stop. If that, in the second half, of that defense would have got to stop. I mean, it would be a totally different game. Or you can even say if they clicked the field goal before halftime, it would be a totally different game. So like I said, they they definitely love some points on the board. They're gonna to do something with that defense. I I don't I just don't see that defense gelling well uh, together. I, I don't feel like they have the the right set of pass rushes to run that NASCAR like uh, Spags wants wants to run. So
1: yeah, I mean Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and even bringing in Melvin Ingram, I feel like they have they had the horses up front to do some damage there. And honestly, they were getting through. They just couldn't get Burrow down. There was a couple plays there where. He somehow snuck out and and, and got free, uh, either running for first down or or, uh, or throwing. So
0: yeah, he broke. I don't know. Uh, he broke Chris. He broke Chris Jones. Uh, tackle twice.
1: <laughs> he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't think it was. You know, I think their front seven is is solid. Um, you know, maybe they don't have the the you know high end pass rusher that that. A lot of teams, you know, like to have, but I, I feel like they're they're solid enough there.
0: I don't know, man. I feel like maybe the linebackers. I don't know what it is, man. Yeah,
1: maybe the linebackers. I mean, they don't they don't I don't think they blitz a lot. I know Spags likes to blitz. I, yeah, they but don't, they, they don't blitz a lot.
0: No, but I think they need that middle linebacker that's going to yeah. hold it down. Yeah. That's going to be able to jump between getting somebody covered and uh, pass coverage, and then uh, actually rushing the passer. So. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be it's going to be interesting uh, NFL off season as well. So oh yeah, I, I love the NFL off season. Then we had the uh, in the NFC game, we had the uh, we had the Rams and the Forty Nine ers in division matchup. Everybody everybody was uh, kind of thinking the the Forty Nine ers was just gonna uh, out muscle them and uh, be more physical with them. But I mean the Rams came to play, man. Uh, your boy Jimmy G gave it away again. The Rams are pretty much playing the home game, you know, for the Super Bowl. Uh, we got your boy Odell in there, first time in the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford up in there first time. Um so it's, it's going to be great, man. How, how are you feeling uh you think uh Jimmy G Days are uh done in uh in San Fran?
1: I think they are, yeah. I think he's he's done. I don't know what they do. Uh they, you know, it's it's tough, you know. I I think that they It'd probably like a guy like Rogers to come for two, 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 three years. Let Trey Lance figure it out because Trey Lance did not look good uh, this year in his in his short stint there. But and, and the fact that Jimmy G is still starting, and I know he's got a good record and he's a good game manager, but he doesn't do anything to really wow you. Um, but the fact that, that, that he's playing over Trey Lance is is maybe an indictment on Trey Lance as well. So I, I think Jimmy's probably going to get traded. Is my guess. You know, it's 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 you know a, a little to no i think it's no cap but i think he's a uh, zero dead money if they trade him um they can cut him too uh, but they'd probably be better off trading him but yeah i mean I, you know what i i didn't think you you know obviously down down the stretch there uh he, he didn't, I didn't think he played that bad though for the game to be honest uh, no
0: yeah i don't think he played think that bad but i think he should have not uh freaking uh chucked that when i uh, was yeah. taking that sack
1: yeah. And, and a, yeah, not, not, that was a smart play. And then obviously got the bad bounce off Hasty's hands. But that, that defense couldn't really get a stop either. They couldn't really stop, uh, uh, Akers and, and, um, Stafford, you know, I think Stafford was hitting Cup and, and Odell, you know, pretty much that whole second half there. So, yeah. Um, and, and they had the chance, they had the chance to intercept him. And, and, uh, what, what's his face there? Tart dropped it. Yeah.
0: Um, that's why he plays, uh, that's why he's on defense. For sure. oh yeah but uh i mean i just feel like uh this is the the matchup uh we were looking for Uh, but i feel like i feel like this is uh the super bowl is pretty much uh uh like a lsu versus alabama again because uh you know the rams have a bunch of higher guns kind of like alabama does with top recruits so i mean i don't think joe joe barrow is really scared and I don't think it's going to be the type of game people think it's going to be, as far as uh, Aaron Donald and um, Von Miller getting uh Joe Burrow like on every down.
1: Yeah, my my guess is Taylor's going to scheme something up to keep to keep uh, Burrow, you know, relatively uh, unharmed. Like they, I don't think they had any I don't think KC had any sacks against Burrow. So I you know, obviously after that that game against Tennessee, they had to figure something out, whether it's getting the ball out quicker or, or you know mixing in some handoffs. Although you know I think they they could it could hurt themselves handing the ball off too much against this uh, Rams defense. That that front front seven is pretty tough to get through.
0: Oh yeah, but then you also have to look at the other side where you got three three pretty much almost three number one receivers, mm-hmm. and Rams he can't cover all three, so <laughs> somebody somebody's going to be open. Uh, whether they stick Ramsey on Chase all day or they just stick Ramsey on one side and he just covers whoever's on that side and then they start switching guys up. So that's going to be real, the real chess match as far as uh, uh, who can get open on that defense because, I mean, they got the guys to get open. But then on the other side, the Rams got the guys to get to the quarterback. So
1: My guess is they put Ramsey on T. Higgins and then double Chase. You know, I think that's the, the smart play.
0: I don't know man. But that I means boys boys <laughs> going to have to get open man. You said I word about Boyd and uh uh Mixon. Mixon, yeah. I mean they're going to probably throw him throw him some stuff in the flat. I don't know that's what I said. This is it's a it's, it's going to be a chess match. Um uh, mm-hmm. pretty much it's going to be counter for counters and it's going to be who who can uh who can cause the most damage on defense and then who can uh who on offense is going to be uh getting open cuz I'm sure if uh if, if they go with that game plan and they're doubling Chase, and all of a sudden Chase is still getting the ball and he's at almost 100 yards by halftime or some crazy stat, there's just gonna be like, "All right, we're gonna have to switch some stuff up." So.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, I, I think that that's that goes without saying. But I, I think that you 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 want if you if you're gonna double someone, you're gonna double Chase, right? And if you can man up elsewhere, I think that it's a huge huge advantage for. The L.A. because they don't need to they don't need to bring the house all the time to get to Burrow you know with, with Donald and and Von Miller and 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 that front front uh, line there I think they can get to him without blitzing uh, extra guys
0: yeah it's, it's gonna be about the no name sure making a name for himself uh that normally normally sometimes what happens in the Super Bowls when it gets close is a bunch of different chess matches going on but I mean we got two weeks to talk about it so the uh, All Star game coming up pro bowl sorry about that pro bowl game coming up Mm -hmm. and then uh then we got the uh the super bowl so i'm looking forward to it
1: yeah the pro Bowl's kind of dead to me i mean when when no offense to to mac jones when mac jones is getting the pro bowl nod something something ain't working and a lot these guys have a long season and to me you know I, i almost think at this point like you know i i just don't like how they just like replace like oh uh Derek Carr is going to sit out, so we'll just bring in the next guy. Oh, he's going to sit out, so we'll just bring in the next guy. Like, now you got freaking eight quarterbacks for the the AFC. Um, They're all going to technically be a pro bowler, right? But... I don't know. It just seems I, I don't like the way they do it. I'm, I'm kind of over it, and and I know that these guys get incentives and things. But you know, my guess is that that those start to go away unless they change something about how the Pro Bowl works.
0: Do you think it? Do you think that they need to put it at a? I don't know to say do it like the NBA where they put it like in the middle of the season, or you think they need to do it like before playoffs or?
1: It, it's 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 hard because it's it's not like like in the NBA and in baseball and in hockey you know, it's more of like a, like a, like a, a show-off type game, right? Like, you know, the NBA one is is usually only fun to, you know, it's fun to watch. It's entertaining, but no one's playing defense. No one's really running hundred percent. It's a dunk contest, a three-point contest. Uh, and then it, for the last like two minutes, it turns into a game if it's close. Baseball, you know, baseball is baseball. It's, it's an exhibition game. I don't think that, you know, they're o- overly worried about who's winning that game. And then, hockey the same way but football is tough because it's not there's not really much you can do to show off right like other than you know some flashy catches or some funky plays like it's still a game where you got to hit people and and these guys have been hitting each other all year and, and if you do it for you can't do it for the playoffs because then people won't play in it unfortunately like you can do it after the season but then you're gonna you're, I don't know people are kind of done with it get done with it after the Super Bowl I, mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what you do with it to be honest I, I say you just you you name guys to pro bowl whoever shows up shows up and then you figure out you know maybe you play like a flag football i have no idea no clue or like a just a a skills competition or something i don't know no one's watching the pro bowl anyways i didn't even know it was on last year
0: yeah man i don't know man i don't
1: know i don't know the answer is but but the fact that like like i said the fact that mac jones is going to a pro bowl because herbert uh mahomes allen all, you know, are basically saying, yeah, no, we're not, we're not coming. We're, we're tired, long season. Yeah, you're ready for next year.
0: Like, Yeah, I don't blame them. And then, then you have to worry no, about getting injured I don't too. So.
1: Oh, I don't blame them at all. I, I, but that's the hard part because now it's like, like they're talking, talking about earlier, like a lot of these guys have incentives tied to being named to a Pro Bowl. And, and they don't have to go. They just have to make the Pro Bowl. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they do
0: i don't know man maybe maybe they make them play a pickup pass basketball game or something i don't know <laughs> that, I think might that, would...
1: be, that might be even worse
0: <laughs> yeah but i think people i think more people probably watch that than actually watch the watch the pro bowl yeah yeah i don't know they got to switch it up do something do something's different.
1: got to change i just don't know what it is
0: and then uh outside of that you got your boy tom brady officially retires i know people uh probably not, not snaggling up them uh some Brady jerseys, all that Brady uh, Mar- Marabilia up. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, the, I'm sure the prices are rising on those. Too bad that guy didn't keep that football, man.
1: <laughs> what the uh, the the last touchdown to Evans? Yeah. Who who uh, who who got a hold of it?
0: I don't know, man. Somebody got it.
1: Yeah, it was so, the last. That was it. And then the, his last play was a handoff to Fournette, before Stafford came down and
0: uh, and beat him. Man, I mean, what a guy, I mean, it's been the 10 Super Bowls, won seven of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, good won all 10, but <laughs> thank, shout out to Eli Manning for that. <laughs> <And> then, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you
1: can go the other way too. He could have lost the one to the Rams. He could have lost one to, you know, Carolina. Uh, he could have lost, to could have lost uh, all Seattle, <laughs> you know, I, that was the thing with, with the with the Patriots Super Bowls. They were all close, except for, you know, I guess the Eagles won when they beat McNabb. That one wasn't really close. I think that the final score was a seven-point game, but it never really felt that
0: close. Well, I think all—well, they're all—like, I feel like they're all seven points or less.
1: They were, except for the Rams when I think it was 13-3. But that one was was tight, you know, late into the fourth quarter. I think it was 10-3. Uh,
0: yeah, until they scored with, uh, with yeah. Gronk hit, Gronk hit that uh, hit Gronk up the sideline, so.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But, I mean— that's uh, that's what happens when one of the best closers in the game, man yep. uh, I mean, hats off to him, had a great career, nothing like it, kind of uh kind of seeing the 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 Jordan-esque of uh, football or uh, if you want to say like the Will chamberlain of uh not Will Chamberlain, like Bill Russell of football, um as far as you know getting championship games and winning. Mm-hmm. um I'm interested to see where the bucks go from here, and I'll, and, I'm, and I'm also interested to see where Brady goes um as far as his next endeavor outside of football. Or if he's uh, one of those guys that's just gonna stay home with his kids, or he's gonna get into some uh, some type of television. I know he has a podcast. Outside of that, I mean, he has a personality for it from what I'm hearing and everybody saying all this. They're bringing out all this, the Brady stories from the locker rooms or going out with them that he was uh, chugging beers faster than you can pour the the mugs. So we are have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think he, I personally I don't think he's gonna get into that. He's got his clothing brand. He's got his TB12. He's got um other things going on and he's got you know supermodel wife that can can tote him around the world so I, I think he's gonna he's gonna stick to his his business endeavors and go from there
0: yeah i wonder if we're, we're gonna get like the the Brady the brady spotting at uh <laughs> different different events and stuff
1: probably probably
0: outside of brady retiring we had uh well yeah, just more stuff about the lawsuit i mean giant hire uh day ball so I'm not, I'm not expecting Josh Allen to be. uh I'm not expecting uh, Danny Dimes to be Josh Allen, but I'm interested to see uh, where they go from here. As far as uh, I mean, like I said before, the true uh, take or the true direction is going to be is when they, yeah, during the draft to see if they go offensive lineman or if they uh, bolster up that defense and then uh, try to get some offensive lineman through through free agency because I noticed uh, a bunch of offensive linemen that are going to be out there. I mean, is it Neil? Ogden? Oh, well, yeah, Neil, and then. Uh, is it Ogden? The son? Ogden. What's his name?
1: Is it Ogden's oh. son is playing? Ogden Jr.?
0: No, the, what's the the the, the big uh, offensive lineman from the Chiefs? The one I got from Baltimore.
1: Oh, he's re-signing with
0: the Chiefs. Oh, damn it. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, and then
1: he's going to franchise him or tie him up long-term.
0: Yeah, because he's 26. And then there's Neal. And then there's, uh, there's a few other offensive linemen out there that can they can uh, go ahead and try to grab. so we be interested to see what they do with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's gonna be other teams looking for them. offensive linemen too, so it's gonna have to wait and see.
1: Always oh, looking for offensive linemen. Gotta protect that that quarterback.
0: Yeah, but we also gotta protect that because uh, <laughs> oh man, that's when sometimes I want to throw the whole team away and just start from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Then we got the uh, the Denver Broncos for sale. Not sure how they um, mentioned it before to you. I don't know how they hired a head coach. When the team is for sale, because if a uh, new owner comes in there and he don't like nobody, everybody's getting fired. So yeah, uh, I mean these
1: ownership sales take a while to to get through. We saw it in, in Carolina. It's not. This may take a, a year or so. So you never know. Um, he'll have a chance to to see uh, the new coach in in action. Um, like I said, he's got he's still got to go through Elway and 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 kind of go from there. You know.
0: Oh yeah, I mean teams teams up for sale for about four billion. I'm a little short, so I'm gonna need to borrow some money for all my friends out there. Um, I got, I got you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, and then they also, uh, they need to figure out the quarterback situation too. So that's gonna be another uh, interesting avenue as far as what they're gonna do at quarterback because there's not really any quarterbacks in this draft. Maybe they go get Jimmy G. Maybe that's what they do uh, if uh, if Aaron Rodgers goes to uh, Carolina, or maybe you just get Jimmy G. Yeah, that I mean, might they, be a bad fit. Yeah, because they got the defense, they got the weapons on offense, so uh, they just need some some kind of stability at quarterback to uh, yeah. help them help them get over the home. So.
1: Yeah, they got some good young receivers that they have locked up, Judy and Patrick and and Corlin Sutton. So, yeah, that's actually not, that wouldn't be a bad spot for him. They got a pretty good line there, too.
0: Yeah, they they have a pretty much. They're just missing that quarterback. Yes. Um, there's a few teams out there like that, that. They got pieces on offense and defense. They just need a quarterback. What
1: about Tampa and, Bay? Uh, Tampa Bay swooping in to get Jimmy G?
0: Yeah, they could do that. But the thing is, uh, if, if you're Jimmy G, do you want to go play behind the legacy of Tom Brady?
1: Jimmy Jimmy said today he wants to he wants to be traded somewhere that he'd uh, he could he could uh, go in and win.
0: Basically, wants to be traded to a contender. I don't know. Maybe maybe New Orleans. If you're in New Orleans, you go get Jimmy G. There's there's a bunch of teams that they need quarterbacks, yeah. Uh, that's the thing. There's seems that need quarterbacks, and not a lot of quarterbacks out there right now. Yeah, and especially be this draft doesn't help because there's not many quarterbacks uh, that people really want. So there's going to be a battle for quarterbacks for this year. So yep, or maybe some of these older quarterbacks to uh, make a name for themselves, like Trubisky or Jameis Winston. So
1: mm. oh yeah, I was going to say uh, uh, Pittsburgh is another one, or if they can get a guy like Jimmy G, something like that. That they're you know got a pretty good defense. You know maybe a quarterback away.
0: Yeah, that's, it's, it's it's just gonna be a a, a carousel of uh wh- where the, where where they land. Just gonna have to spin this wheel and see uh see who gets who. Mm-hmm. And then uh on to the NBA, uh, getting ready for uh the trade deadlines approaching. So trade rumors are coming out. The Pacers they got uh they, they got they, they have a Lavert and Holiday up on the block and they're two bigs. But they want uh first round picks for oh, any of these guys. I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're, ha- you're gonna have a hard time getting getting the first round picks uh, away. But um, you know, I, I could see I could see someone you know maybe doing it by the at, the at the deadline there. Someone that gets desperate, you know, Lakers, Celtics might get to that point.
0: Would you guys um, go after? Would you guys try to get Turner or Sabonis?
1: I mean, I prefer Sabonis. I know they like they they've always liked Turner. He, I think he's he's a little limited offensively, but uh, I don't know i you know i th- I think all you know three of those guys lavert two are are uh solid players i I don't know why it doesn't seem to work in Indiana. Because it seems like they got good players there's not a good team
0: yeah i think it's it's either it's always either the, the coaching is not there mm-hmm. right or or the players It's never right. in sync. The only time it was in sync was when uh when they had that team with uh like Lance Stevenson, you know p g thirteen uh Haybert Danny Granger. Mm-hmm. That was like, the, that was like the only time that team was like together. Right. Well, I mean, before that, it was back in the nineties with our uh, Reggie. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they got a draft be- better or maybe they need the uh, NBA guys to give them some better uh, lottery picks. Cause uh, it seems like they've been uh, out of, out of the positions to get uh, some good players.
1: Yeah. That's the, uh, the downside of being like not in the middle. Bit, no, yeah, exactly.
0: But as you rather, you rather be uh really bad, then uh, in the middle, yes. that like stuck in purgatory, it, can't get really out. Is. And then uh, on the other side, I mean, I'm hearing uh, Julius Randle's probably. Uh, he might be. He, he, the Knicks are looking to possibly part ways with him, or they wouldn't be uh, um, close to it. So, you know, some some teams are looking for some expiring contracts and some uh, role players that can help them. So it's going to be interesting to see if uh, they if they pull the trigger on that if somebody gives them a good enough deal.
1: Is he in the last year of his contract? I thought they extended him.
0: Uh, yeah, they did, but um, it doesn't kick in until next year. As far as the Knicks concern, um, it doesn't seem like they they are too happy with his production lately. Uh, he's averaging like 15 points a game, and uh, you know he's gonna be getting paid for 117 over the next four years, you know, oh, starting yeah. next year. So, yeah. and I'm sure I'm sure that they wouldn't mind uh, swapping them, swapping him out for either some draft picks or. Some other uh, expiring contract uh, gotcha. that can swap them off for. Gotcha. Because uh, I think that, I think some I think and I think some teams are really trying to prep up for. I think it's next year's uh, uh, free agency class when uh, some of the big hitters will be out there. So.
1: Yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, New York is. They do seem like they're always trying to uh, clear this cap space at, at times uh, when, when the big names are coming out. You know, see if they could grab a couple uh, one of
0: these times. Yeah. Uh, i just look out for the Zion uh, Randall trade soon, so. <laughs> and then uh, it just looks like Ben Simmons is still going to be stuck on the 76ers, man. Yep. Uh, 76ers are asking for too much, and nobody wants to pay that price. Um, so it looks like they might just go into the ben, with Ben Simmons on the roster to the offseason. I don't know why. I mean... Well, what,
1: what's, what's going to change then? I
0: I don't get it. Yeah, I don't understand their point of what what they think they can get for him. I mean, I mean, imagine you could have got Buddy Heald and, you know, Halliburton or, or, or uh, Fox or something for Ben Simmons. And then you could have had either one of those two with Joel Embiid. And, Bede. and you got uh, Seth. And I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're thinking, man. I don't know yeah, man i
1: I, just, I I don't know what they're what what they're you know waiting for at this point, like what are they trying to get? uh I know Daryl Morey's holding out for like first round picks and players, and it's like, dude, you're not going to get that' <laughs> yeah, unless, happy to match up money and, and get rid of him at this point
0: so, yeah unless unless Daryl Morey knows something with James Harden about James Harden, and he's James is saying he'll come to Philly and maybe they they're, they're going to do a swap and that's why they're holding on. to him. For that cap space to do the swap So I don't know That, that, that would be my only, only reasoning behind it But mm-hmm. other than that I don't know what the hell they're doing over there Yeah I don't either They got like two, two GM's It just doesn't make sense man
1: No I'm, I, I have no idea what they're doing
0: Then uh, and for NCAA Basketball I mean not too much But you know we're getting ready for March Madness One of the best times of the year mm-hmm. I mean as of right now for the men's side It's looking like Auburn and Gonzaga uh, Kansas and Baylor are the possible number one seeds. Um, other teams like UCLA, UCLA and Duke are looking at two spots. Um, I mean
1: Kansas just got got a beat down from Kentucky.
0: Yeah, so I wonder if uh, I wonder if that'll bump up UCLA or Duke into the number one spot into one of those uh, top four teams to be the number ones or uh, if they'll keep Kansas up there. But it's gonna be fun man. get your brackets ready because uh, they probably to be busted after the first day. The way this year has been looking, with uh, number one's losing the next day, so I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, Auburn's kind of held on to it now. I think they're uh, they've won 17 in a row. They're holding holding down that top spot. Finally, get a team in there that hasn't lost almost immediately. But yeah, you know the, the top five: Auburn, Gonzaga, UCLA, Purdue, Kentucky. I watched the end of that Purdue game, which is wild. I turned it on. I think they were down 20, or they were up 20. Sorry. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch something else. And I left it on slowly. Ohio State came back, tied it, yep. and then uh, Purdue won at the buzzer. Um, but yeah, it's getting it's getting to be that time. You know, heavy conference schedules right now to um, close out February, and then you get into the conference tournaments, and then it's real. You know, it starts to get real fun then. I love when those conference tournaments start, and then obviously getting into March Madness.
0: No, oh, yeah, pretty much like a month away. So
1: yeah, and you get basketball on at noon. Uh, noon through like two in the morning if you want morning. to stay up
0: <laughs> pretty much <laughs> it's, it's it's great for when you're working from home with uh back uh, for the background too so
1: yeah for like a week and a half it's a uh, week and a half it's it's awesome
0: The conversation. oh yeah and then on the women's side i mean we got uh nc state louisville south carolina and stanford pretty much wrapping up the number one spots i mean i don't know what to tell you man so it looks like South Carolina might roll through everybody, the way you are looking. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, but I do like some—I uh, I, I feel like some other teams have some shots to get in the mix. Uh, not to win it, but just uh, definitely create some upsets. I'll definitely look out for Duke. Uh, their women's team is great. Iowa, that's another, that's another one of my sleeper teams. But I'm looking forward to that too, because that's like it's like the alternative. Like you get you get the men's and you get the women's and you get the men's and you get the women's. So I mean, it's just college basketball all, all year. Uh, I almost say all year round, but like pretty much the, the whole month of uh, March and uh, summer April. So
1: and and don't count out UConn if they get uh to get your girl page back for the uh, tournament.
0: Yeah, I'm not counting them because uh, I don't I don't think she, I don't know if she's gonna come back, and I don't think they're tough enough to get into uh to beat like one of these teams. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think they could be Louisville, but I don't think they could be NC State, South Carolina, or Stanford. So I mean, I could see them still getting to like you know the Elite Eight before they uh, kick the can. But it's, it's all going to come down if Paige could come back and how else she is. Yeah. And then also, also who's in your bracket? Because uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I feel like they be loading the brackets up, and I hate when yeah, they do, do that.
1: They do that sometimes.
0: Uh, we're gonna have to wait and see. But I mean, once again, madness is getting ready to come upon us. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. It's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got a brand new edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us?
1: All right. So, we talked about this one a little bit last week. But um, did some did some homemade pasta that was then turn into like a creamy type pasta dish that had chicken spinach um and uh and a ricotta uh and then a light cream sauce so so basically for the, the pastas is relatively i guess straightforward to make um, mm-hmm. just flour uh eggs um you know it took me three tries to get a good uh good ball of dough um, i wasn't patient with the first two so just takes time. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm used to i used to pizza dough, which in, in pizza dough it basically it's quick. Like, yeah, it's quick, uh, and then you just have to let it rest for a while. So the the pasta dough, you really have to kind of roll it up a bunch of times, work it quite a bit. It takes like I don't know, ten to twelve minutes to really get it to a spot where then you can let it sit. After that, it's it's it's, it's pretty easy uh, if you're making like a Laguini or a, like a pappardelle, um, mm-hmm. where you just have to then roll it out and cut it. So that part was, was pretty straightforward. It was just it was getting to that part. I was was a little unsure of uh unsure of myself when I was making it. But 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 got there. The nice part is it, it uh you can freeze it and, and, and if you you know, if you make extra and then uh it, it cooks, you know, relatively quickly, three or four minutes in boiling water. So so yeah, I did that. I cooked up some chicken, just just uh a little salt and pepper, then in the sauce it was uh fat-free ricotta, a light half-and-half, actually a fat-free half-and-half, some salt, pepper, spinach, garlic, and I think that was it, actually. Might have a little bit of chicken broth, too. But, yeah, mix that all up. Get that – oh, sorry. It was uh, white wine, white cooking wine. Okay. So so mix that all up. Let that sauce thicken up. Then uh, toss, uh, toss spinach in and chicken back in into the sauce and then and then once the, the pasta was done threw that mm-hmm. in there as well and and mixed it all up uh in, in you know one big pot so came out pretty good uh actually it's pretty light um you know at least on the, on the calories uh, per serving so uh, don't have to feel bad eating that that pasta and it, it reheated well so i had it for a few days after that
0: oh nice i'm sure the next time you make it's gonna be I feel like it's going to be faster the next time you make it because you're going to pretty much uh, know what you're doing now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, I mean, the first time I made uh, gnocchi, I was a little, took me a while because I was like, uh, just a little, it just takes a little while to get used to something when you do it the first time, obviously. But I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm doing this right, you know, around every every turn. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's always great when you try new things and then uh, oh, you, sure. you 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 find something you like and you can add it into your uh, your arsenal. As far as like things to make, things you can eat, especially if it's not, especially it's something you don't eat often, uh, yeah. it makes it more enjoyable when you do yeah. make it and eat it. Totally agree. And then, what did you, uh, what did you guys drink that down with?
1: All right, so first, first beer back on for review this week is, um, it's, it's a viridescence. It's called. It's out okay. of uh, Fox Farm Brewery, uh, actually down by Coughlin in uh, Salem, Connecticut uh, probably about 15 or 20 minutes from Coughlin's house. And, um, I had, I actually bought it a while ago. Um, and I just had it in my fridge waiting. Uh, so this is a double IPA and it, and it is heavily hopped with, uh, Nelson Sivan hops. And it's the same, same kind of plant that, uh, is in, you know, Sauvignon Blanc wine. So it comes from Australia, It's a little sweeter, but sometimes when they, you know, when they do it right, the, uh, it really kind of heightens that, that IPA. And, and this one uh, came out really good. Um, so I'm usually not a huge fan of those hops in, in, in double IPAs. I think it can be too sweet at times, but, but this mm-hmm. one uh, they, they blended pretty well to, to kind of tone down that, that flavor so you don't get don't uh, have it be too sweet.
0: A, what do you mean like too sweet? Like how sweet is it? Like what 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 would you compare it? Like so to? so
1: have you ever had like a like a like a, like a Sauvignon Blanc wine?
0: Yeah. You know, it's a little mm-hmm.
1: sweeter, like it's not like it's not sweet like candy, but it just uh the aroma is a little sweeter on like on your palate, you know what I mean?
0: So like it hits like it the like it like the the sweetness when it hits your jaw? Like you yeah. know when you gotta Oh okay, exactly. I got you.
1: Exactly. So usually when you get a beer it's 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 bitter a bitter hit or like uh you know, at least with the beers now that they make, it's it's very soft when it hits you, and and you know a lot of them are actually like more juicy, like pineapple type flavors and things like that. This one is a little bit more like like a, like like almost like you just like put a little bit of that that Sauvignon Blanc in your beer, but mix it well um, so that it kind of balanced that bitterness with a little bit of the sweetness from the wine.
0: No, that's not bad no it's
1: it's but some sometimes it just comes out it, it i don't know if it's too the strong way that, too strong yeah too strong and it kind of it makes it a little weird tasting for me but this one they did well and, and there's a couple like uh hill farms that does a, a a nelson hot beer that's really good Trias does a couple of them that are really good so um you can do it you just have to be able
0: to do it right gotcha and i feel like sometimes you got to be in the mood for those like when it's like uh too, too sweet sometimes i can't eat stuff even like cake like some or like you know sometimes stuff is like too rich like i can't really i have a few sips or a few bites and i'm just like ah that's it i can't really enjoy it that much
1: yep no i'm the same way I uh, right i'd give that by the way i'd give that beer like a like a 7.8 i thought it, i thought it did, a, they did a good job with it yeah. that's,
0: uh, that's uh that's actually really good yeah it's above average close yeah. to eight yeah getting there but it, I, that sounds like one of those things like i said that i can't uh can't have all the time.
1: No, no. This is one I, you know, I, I think I only got like two or three of them because I, I saw the hop and and I knew it, knew what it was going to be. Uh, it was uh, surprisingly, you know, like I said, more palatable than I than I had thought at first.
0: Oh yeah, that's uh, J D's bites and brew. Everybody, not too much on the B R R S this week. Uh, I didn't really watch too much. I started watching Scream on Saturday. Oh yeah, and, it, and then Cross hit me up to play uh, Halo. <laughs> then I ended oh, up boy. playing Halo. <laughs> for like, to like two and almost two in the morning. Um, but so I got to rewatch really it. But so far when I was watching it, uh, I was like probably like I was like a few minutes into it, he hit me up. He's like, "Yo, come on, man, come play, come on." So I was like, "All right, I'll just, I'll just play." I wasn't doing really doing to was Saturday night anyway. No, was it Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night. I mean, we got some other shows coming out. We got uh, "Raised by Wolves" coming back. That's the uh, show on uh, HBO Max. That's mm-hmm. about the uh like the androids uh Scott Scott Ridley show okay so so it has that uh alien feel to it for I like the first season I did I wasn't the, the season finale was kind of weird <clears throat> so I'll probably rewatch it before I watch the new season that starts on Friday mm. and then um we got Snowfall coming back in about another week and a half it's one of FX's best shows definitely want to check that out uh, especially if you like The Wire and stuff shows like that it's kind of it's really based off of I want to say the the, sto- the story of uh, the real Rick Ross, um, mm-hmm. but you know that's uh, neither here or there because they're gonna say it's not. Um, mm-hmm. Even though they kind of, they kind of stole his story, but overall it's a great show. Uh, like I said, it's one of FX's uh, best shows outside of Atlanta. And I'm um, um, Dave, and uh, I think they have another show that's pretty good too. I remember that show. I forget what it's called. And then uh, that's pretty much it, man. So watching Euphoria. Uh, waiting for uh, Boba Fett to get a few more episodes episodes in, then I'll binge it. And then uh, we got a uh, uh, Moon Knight coming up for uh, on Disney Plus. That's one of the uh, next uh, Marvel series. Uh, he's kind of like Daredevil and Batman put together, but he's uh, kind of he has like a a lot of psychotic breakdowns. He suffers from like personality disorder, so he has different personalities mm-hmm. of him. Um, so he has his like uh, superhero. Personality, where he has like a suit, then he has another personality which is like uh, a nerd. Then he has another personality where he's like a sophisticated superhero, I and mean, he dresses like in a white suit and drives in a limo. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get all those different versions of him in the TV show um, for the first season. But I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how that links to the other the other Marvel stuff because they got uh, Doctor Strange coming on next month. Um, mm-hmm. So that, and I think that's the one that everybody's really been looking forward to because it's going to be the multi-multiverse of madness. So hopefully, we see a lot of stuff that's going to change the game. How'd you like uh, uh, Euphoria now that you're caught up?
1: Oh man, that show gets weirder and weirder by the week. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I I, you know I I think it's it's fine. I'm I'm kind of with Tom. Like I'm kind of out on the let's make um, a drug dealer thing. Like. Obviously, she's not selling drugs; she's just taking them. But
0: yeah, I don't, I don't understand her plan.
1: I, I figure, what is she? She she owes Laurie what, like three grand or four grand? I forget. So, so at some point, she's gonna have to figure out how to get that money to her. Um, yeah,
0: she's like she gave she giving her a month. So
1: yeah, right. So I, I don't know. I don't know what her plan is. But yeah, the thing with like Elliot and Jules is, is strange.
0: Yeah, I feel uh, like uh, I feel like they're gonna fall in love, and then Rue's gonna be like. the eyeball yeah
1: yeah but now she's mad at him because you know she's uh she's probably blaming him for the uh getting back on uh, you know off the wagon getting back on on drugs so you know i I don't know i i i I think it's got a good storyline it just gets a little i don't know it gets a little weird
0: yeah hopefully hopefully they clean it up but i mean overall still a good show
1: the uh Um, the, the dad like losing it uh, and, you know, basically telling his whole family he's, he's gay <laughs> was kind of wild. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> like the end of that when he's like, he's like, well, <laughs> you two dip wads are going to clean up my piss. I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you see, he still has to worry about the tape. So,
1: yeah, I think that he's like, yeah, right. So he, from a legal perspective, yes, he does. But um, you can tell he's just like done
0: yeah uh, he's, he's pretty seven. much on he's being true he's being true to himself that which he should have been uh years ago
1: yeah 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 that that, that kind of that backstory was kind of wild figure out how yeah, he but, got where he is you know
0: what i mean yeah but i'm sure i'm sure that's that's like a truth in uh modern day society oh uh, yeah with a, sure. with a lot of different people so i'm sure they touched on that but that's they, they they do a good job of touching different subjects great great characters here and there um, some yeah. fun some 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 we like more than others, which we get to see more of uh uh what's his name? Um uh Ash and uh those He's guys. <laughs> yeah, uh uh-huh. Ash is great. But I mean uh, you know, maybe they dedicate some more episodes to those people, kinda like how they did with uh, the brother. Ash's brother, I forget his name. Oh, uh Fez. Yeah, Fez. Like they did on the, on the first episode. Kinda kinda like how they how they give the backstory about him.
1: Yeah, no that was, that was a good story. The Fez the Fez story was good uh yeah i think you're right i think the um an Ash story would be interesting but i think they would just kind of it, it would follow along in in uh uh what's his face along Fez's story Fez story yeah but yeah he's he's funny man he's i like uh, he beats the crap out of uh out of, out of cow. the dad oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the point where it was like bro like stop
0: he's like yeah call the cops go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we well, you know he's not calling the cops all right see stop, he's like yeah stop, see i told you he's not gonna call hitting. the
0: cops <laughs> and he's like uh, pussy <laughs> yeah
1: i'm trying to figure out how old he is like what 10 12 12 maybe 13 yeah yeah uh, somewhere somewhere
0: are, around there those two are funny
1: but yeah they they got a, like the the rue Jules storyline uh, uh elliot like that, that just has to get figured out and then freaking what's-her-face there cassie is a complete disaster uh yeah um, and yeah, that one Ooh, man throwing up in the hot tub at uh maddie's per- party there and yikes,
0: yeah, I wonder if she goes into uh uh like some kind of uh suicide watch because yeah. of everything that's going on,
1: yeah, but yeah it's 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 not bad, it's not bad,
0: yeah, I mean overall is is a good show, I'm looking forward to checking out some other stuff and I'll uh give you some updates on uh some other stuff i was looking trying to f- watch some movies but I, I put them on and i just couldn't watch them and i was just like uh yeah I'm not this is not gonna work did you are you
1: uh caught, did you finish the first half of uh ozark uh
0: no nah, i still have two episodes left all right i still uh still waiting you know why yeah yeah i do i do the
1: last, the last, uh, the last episode was good. I thought
0: it was best by far, the best of the the, the season. Yeah, my brother just texted me. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, first he texted me. He goes, oh, uh, did you know? Did you? Uh, he's like, I just, I just can't get into it, man. I'm, I i do not know if I'm feeling the season. And then he's like, maybe because I wasn't paying attention. I'm gonna rewatch it. Then he like <laughs> texted. Then he texted. Then he texted me today. He's like, yo, man, did you see the last episode? I was like, no. Oh, yeah. He was. He's like, oh, it's fucking crazy. I was oh, like, yeah. you just said you weren't into it. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it was, you know, for the most part, relatively slow. I mean, there's some stuff that's going on, but the last episode is wild.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Because uh, I mean, they they know how to make it. They know how to make a, a, a suspenseful episode, especially the way they left it off from uh, last season. They do. They do. Because I tried, and then I tried watching this. Uh, what is the uh, uh, break? No, not brazen. Um, Area eighty-one or something on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weird. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just not get grabbing my attention it's supposed to be about a guy who's uh i don't even know man i can't even tell you he's watching some damn videos trying to figure out what happened to some girl through the videos but the the girl knew his dad and then something happened to his parents it's one of those shows i'm unfortunately it's not keeping my attention i might have to re- try to rewatch it from the beginning to see mm. if it uh if it makes sense yeah and then uh, i think that's pretty much it all right ladies and gentlemen until next time Till next time rich I want to thank y'all for rocking out with your boy Rich, J.D., and Tom here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.